Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the JRPG Report. This is episode 234. My name is Dalton Suter, and welcome. If you're new here, uh, grab a seat. Have some punch. <laughs> it's it's late at night, and uh, I, I've had a I've had a busy day today. So I I do want to point out that this week we are wrapping up the news from Tokyo Game Show and maybe some other outliers that were you know floating around. But I hope that you all enjoy it, and let's not hold off any further. Let's roll out into the news. So the next trailer for Final Fantasy 16 will likely release in October, according to producer Naoki Yoshida. Oh, Yoshi P, I believe. Final Fantasy 16 was a recipient of the Future Division Award at the Japan Game Awards 2022, held as a part of Tokyo Game Show 2022. Yoshida accepted the award on behalf of Square Enix. On stage, when asked the question, During an interview in June, you said the, ne- the next new information would come out this fall. Yoshida responded, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to marketing or public relations teams at all, so I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say, but I think that we'll probably be able to release the next trailer next month or so. And after that, I would be able to give a rough idea of when it should be released. Final Fantasy 16 is due out for PlayStation 5 in summer 2023. So another thing coming out of the Tokyo Game Show 2022, the Harvestella development team showed off videos for the game's various gameplay mechanics as well as characters. Those who played the demo may already be familiar with some of the characters and farming features. The team will adjust the flow of in-game time for the final version of the game. It will become slower than what is what right now for the demo. Unlike the relaxing and slow-paced atmosphere of most farming simulators, Harvestella will have a cool, serious, and beautiful worldview that sets it apart. Go Sheena's music will help set that mood, however. The team assures that you can play at your own pace. You can take your time, or you can even attempt a time attack. Since Harvestella is set in a fantasy world, the farming simulator aspects will also have some unrealistic parts to them. For example, the sprinklers look like orbs floating in the air. You can also use a fairy's power to collect all of the crops in an area at once. As you play through the main story, you can meet and befriend these fairies who will help you on your farm. There are also different biomes where you can grow your crops, and in the stream, there was a pool-like biome where crops like watermelons grew straight from the water. Back in August of 2022, during Nintendo's Treehouse Live, Square Enix revealed information on jobs. You can unlock jobs by befriending a character with that job. Additionally, changing a job in battle also changes your clothes and weapons. While the stream at Tokyo Game Show 2022 did not reveal more about the job systems outside of how certain weapons look in-game, it did show party members that you can meet and recruit. Here are the Harvestella characters who appeared during the stream. Aria, a scientist a girl who has time-traveled due to some accident. She is searching for a way to return home, as well as trying to solve the mystery of the Quietus while living with the protagonist. Asil, the job you unlock is Militia, a boy who lives in the city of Nemia. He was raised in the town orphanage and has a straightforward personality. Estina, the orphanage caretaker. She does not show her emotions and is quiet and logical. She likes to read and often reads to the children at the orphanage. Emo the tavern bard, a popular bard in a port city, and she has an otherworldly aura. Heine, inventor, a young man who spends all day in his coastal workshop and works on inventions. He is quick to hit on women, but they think he's weird, so he isn't successful. The feels, bro, the feels. Shrika, a pilgrim, 
a pilgrim of religious order that worships the sea's light. She solves cases as she wanders around the land. Braca, mercenary. A mercenary in black outfit whose mysterious weapon can shoot bullets. He'll do any job so long as you pay him, but it's rumored that his fees are exorbitant. And then Deanthus, who is an omen. A member of the omen race, which are said to be the reason of the quietest. The protagonist finds him in Highgans Canyon, and they travel towards the fall sea's light together. And you can raise your relationship with your party members as well as the village NPCs. Doing so will unlock new dialogue and other bonuses. Harvestella will launch on November 4th, 2022 for a Nintendo Switch and Windows PC. So also shown off during the Square Enix presentation at TGS 2022, the development team for Valkyrie Elysium revealed that the Black Valkyrie, Hilder, will appear as a playable character in Hilder's Vengeance DLC. Seraphic Gate and two new difficulty modes, Very Hard and Valkyrie, will also be free DLC content for Valkyrie Elysium. The PC version will come with all three. Yui Ishikawa voices Hilder, the Black Valkyrie. Ishikawa previously portrayed Mikasa Ackerman in Attack on Titan 2B in Near Automata, or Automata, excuse me, and Violet in Violet Evergarden. It is unclear at the moment when Valkyrie Elysium, the Hilder's Vengeance DLC scenario, will take place, but more information on Hilder's playstyle may appear in the future. In the original Valkyrie profile games, Seraphic Gate was an optional dungeon that players could attempt as post-game content. None of the Seraphic Gate dungeons had any connection to the story and instead had more humorous vibes. Valkyrie Elysium may follow this formula with Seraphic Gate appearing as you, after you finish the main story. There was also information on the Collector's Edition for Valkyrie Elysium. Aside from the game, you will be able to obtain an art book, the soundtrack, and acrylic stands of Valkyrie and Hilder. When Yui Ishikawa revealed herself as Hilder's voice actress, she showed off some Hilder acrylic stand. You will also be able to get a serial code for Valkyrie Profile Lenneth. This is available as a separate purchase as well. Valkyrie Elysium will come out on September 29th, 2022 for the PS4 and PS5. It will come out on Windows PC November 11th. One Piece Odyssey, the upcoming JRPG that will put players in the shoes of the Straw Hat Pirates on an original adventure, is now open for pre-order. Those who order the digital versions will be eligible for bonuses when they start up the game. As well, if you order the limited edition bundle from Namkai Ban- Bandai Namco store, you can get figurines of Luffy and Lim. The figures are about 23 by 21 by 21 centimeters tall. This offer is exclusive to the Bandai Namco store, which means that you must order it from them. There will not be a digital version for the limited edition bundle of One Piece Odyssey. As mentioned earlier, Pre-ordering the digital versions of the game will come with some bonuses. You can get the traveling outfit set for the crew, as well as 10 energy apples, 10 excite apples, 3 golden je- three golden jellies, excuse me, and 100,000 berries. This is for the standard edition. The deluxe edition will also come with the Sniper King outfit set and the Adventure Expansion Pack. This, this is an extra scenario that will appear in the future as DLC. There was... There will also be a collector's edition that comes with a collector's box, the Luffy and Lim figure, a steel case three postcards, the deluxe pack, which contains two petite jewelries, which are in-game accessories, and the Sniper King outfit set, adventure expansion pack, and the pre-order bonuses that were previously mentioned. One Piece Odyssey will come out on the PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X on January 12th, 2023. It will also appear on Windows PC January 13th. And speaking of Bandai Namco, 
They debuted the first live gameplay footage of its newly announced Tales of Symphonia remastered running on a PlayStation 4 and Switch during its Tales of series stage event at the Tokyo Game Show 2022. The company highlighted the following feature improvements during the stage event. Improved graphics. The main character graphics have been improved. 2D graphics for the opening movie skits and so on have been improved. And natural expression of the world map and the graphics on some of the objects have also been improved. Feature updates and improvements include uh, added ability to skip events. Some event movies and skits can be skipped. Some can't. Stabilized the frame rate for some of the arts. Sea travel operability has been improved and so on. Tales of Symphonia Remastered is due out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch in early 2023. So Rabbit and Bear Studios, Iwadin Chronicles, 100 Heroes, TGS trailer opens with a cliffhanger that closed its last trailer from Gamescom. A twilight battle on a big old bridge. It's also revealed some more gameplay and story footage as well as teasing the game's voice cast. If you'd like to check out this trailer, I did retweet it over at JRPG Report on Twitter. The footage is a mix of new cutscenes and some battle sequences seen in previous trailers. The exchange between protagonist Noah and Sien, or maybe Sine, I'm not sure, opens the duel. <clears throat> Though rather than a gameplay mechanic, this particular engagement appears to play out as a cutscene, with Noah retreating off the bridge. The game takes place in the land of Alron, a place where many nations and cultures. Uh, the Galdean Empire has mastered magic using rune lenses and has used its technology superiority to expand aggressively. Noah, a guard from the remote village, throws himself into the conflict with the Empire, which seeks an artifact that will further cement its rule. By chance, he meets an Imperial officer named Sain, and the two become friends. The Ewan Chronicles 100 Heroes TGS trailer also trumpets key features from the game, which bills itself as a spiritual successor of sorts to the beloved Suikoden franchise. And we will talk about Suikoden here soon. Things like its cast of over 100 unique characters as well as its visual style and battle system are conscious callbacks to that legacy. Uiden Chronicles 100 Heroes is in development for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC due out sometime in 2023. And back to some Square Enix news. Square Enix has released two new trailers for Romancing Saga Minstrel Song remastered at Tokyo Game Show 2022, which introduced the characters and the game. The original Romancing Saga Minstrel Song included many of the Saga series' trademark elements, such as the glimmer and combo mechanics, and was considered to be the epitome of the series when first released. The free scenario system lets you create your own storyline remains at the core of the game, letting you select one of eight protagonists with complete different origins and backstories then set off on your unique journey. This remastered edition has evolved in all areas, featuring upgraded HD graphics and numerous enhancements to improve playability. This makes it highly recommended for both fans of the original and newcomers to the Saga series. The Story The gods created man, and man created stories. The primordial creator Marta brought forth the land of Mardius. In ages of past, a mighty battle rocked this land, where Elore, the king of the gods, fought three malicious deities, Death, Saruin, and Shirach. After a long, drawn-out struggle, Death and Shirach were sealed away and rendered powerless, with the final deity, Saruin, also trapped through the power of fate stones and the noble sacrifice of the hero, Mirsa. Now, 1,000 years have passed since the titanic battle. The fate stones lie scattered across the world, and the gods of evil are resurgent once more. 
eight heroes set off on their own journeys as if guided by the hands of fate. What tales will these adventurers weave across the vast tapestry of Maudius? You are the only one who can decide. Some of the new features to catch in this game, in addition to the full HD graphical upgrade, the sorceress Aldora can now be recruited. The sorceress Aldora, who once traveled together with the legendary hero Mirsa, appears in her original form, experienced new events where she recounts the journeys of Mirsa firsthand. Unique and interesting characters now made playable. Fan favorites, for fran fav man i can't talk fan favorites shilia shilia will jo uh, finally join your adventures and characters such as marina monica and flamar can now also be recruited there are also several bosses that now appear as super powerful enhanced versions take on these terrifying adversaries to a new arrangement of battle music score Various new features have been added to make your gameplay experience even more convenient, such as a high-speed mode, mini-maps, and a new Game Plus option that lets you carry over your progress when you play through the game again. Not to mention, there's so much more, including new classes to expand the breadth of gameplay, and if this excites you at all, Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered is due out for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, PC via Steam, iOS, and Android December 1st. And for... Fans of The Legend of Heroes, Falcom and Tatsunoko Production have released the first trailer for The Legend of Heroes Trails of, Skull, Trails of Cold Steel Northern War, the upcoming anime set in the world of The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. A quick overview of the series, Lavi is a girl born and raised in North Umbria State, the poorest region in the northwestern part of Zemuria. To protect her hometown and to prove that she is different from her grandfather Vlad, who was once hailed as a hero but betrayed North Ambria, she volunteers to serve in the renowned North Jaegers, the largest Jaeger Corps in the continent. Devoted to her duties to the point that she repeatedly breaches discipline, Lavi is grouped into a platoon with Marty, Isiria, and Talion in order to undertake a reckless undercover mission into the Erebonian Empire. The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War, will, will begin airing in early 2023. And the demo version of Square Enix's upcoming Star Ocean The Divine Force game is now available. First announced last week, it is available on the PS4, PS5, and both the Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. Progress made in the approximately two hour long demo will not carry over to the full game upon its release in October. Star Ocean The Divine Force follows two protagonists, Raymond Lawrence and Princess Leticia. Raymond's spaceship is attacked while he is on transport mission causing him to crash land on an underdeveloped planet. There, he meets Leticia, who is fighting to defend her homeland from invaders. The two of them end up setting out together on a universe-altering adventure. Players who download the demo for the game will be placed at the start of Raymond's story. They will be able to explore the game's locations while testing out its flight feature, as well as getting acquainted with its unique, fast-paced combat system. However, the, sections, uh, the section of the full game available in the demo has been re-edited. It also has restrictions on certain features, though what exactly those features and restrictions are is not stated. The demo will end when the players arrive at the Delric Village. Star Ocean The Divine Force releases for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC via Steam October 27, 2022. A demo version is now available on PlayStation and Xbox. During Tokyo Game Show 2022, Square Enix released a video showing off some of the costumes that will be exclusive to Nier Automata, Nier Automata, God, I keep saying that wrong, the End of Yorha edition 
For reference, this is the Nintendo Switch version of the game. This edition will also already come with DLC from the original release of Nier Automata. Automata. Oh my goodness. When you purchase the end of Yorha edition, it will already come with the 3C3C1D1194409279 set of DLC items. Enclosed in this was the Colosseum, as well as Nier Replicant costumes for 2B, 9S, and A2. However, the Nintendo Switch port of the game will also have the free DLC pack 6C2P4A1186808283. This will be exclusive to the Switch, which means players for the other versions of the games will not be able to download it later. In 6C2P4A1186808283, there are Japanese-themed costumes for all three main characters, complete with fox masks. You can also get 2P and 9P outfits for 2B and 9S, respectively. The only skin for A2 in this DLC pack is a Yora unif- Yorha uniform prototype. And as mentioned during the Square Enix trailer for Nier Automata, the end of Yorha edition, back in August 2022, you can also get skins for the pods. These skins will make them look like Mama and Carrier from Nier Reincarnation. Nier Automata... Automata, oh my goodness, I did it every time I said the game, <laughs> is readily available on PS4, Xbox One, and Windows PC. Near Automata, I did it again, oh well, it doesn't matter. The end of the Orha edition will come out on October 6th, 2022 for Nintendo Switch, and it is available for pre-order. So, here we go. Probably the biggest news of the week, and this released right after I put out the show last week. Um, so, I didn't get to it then, but I'm getting to it now. Suikoden is back. Or rather, the two best-known Suikoden games are back. Konami announced Suikoden 1 and 2 HD remasters at its 2022 Tokyo Game Show live stream event on September 16th, 2022. As might be gleaned from the title, it's an HD remastering of Suikoden and its sequel, known as Ginso Suikoden in Japan, and is headed to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch in 2023. The trailer shows character artwork retouched by series character designer Junko Kawano and uh, to look better at HD resolutions. The in-game graphics have also been retouched, but generally retain a close look to the original, though in widescreen aspect ratio, with heavily redone environment art. The battle scenes will also feature more realistic rendering on the environments, which are all in 3D. Overall, the remaster appears to be similar to that done for the mobile re-releases of various Final Fantasy games prior to the Pixel remaster line. That said, the differences are really only apparent in side-by-side comparison. The presentation didn't mention if there would be any significant gameplay adjustments, though there are some changes like autosave, battle speed adjustment, and a conversation log for reviewing dialogue. For example, Suikoden 2 HD remaster sprites will be able to move diagonally. Suikoden 1 and 2 were originally PS1 era RPGs released in 95 and 98, respectively. Overseas, they were at first overshadowed by by the higher profile RPG releases. Suikoden 2 hit shelves just 10 days prior to Final Fantasy VIII but gained recognition over time, getting re-released in Japan as a PSP 2 game bundle. They were re-released globally as PS1 Classics in 2008 and became downloadable on the PlayStation Network to PS3s, PSPs, and PS Vitas and PS TV devices. However, the closure of the Vita and the PSP stores have made them difficult to acquire. So Suikoden 1 and 2 HD Remaster is in development and will release for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch in 2023. A Steam store page for the game is already live under the formal title Suikoden 1 and 2 HD Remaster Gate Rune and Dunan Unification Wars. So, Suikoden fans, unite! 
I can hear the cries around the world, cries of joy. I know so many people who love the series, and to hear that it's getting some love like this, I am very, very excited to hear it. Like, it just warms the cockles of my heart. So, Guangzhou, Tain... Man, I messed that up. Guang... <laughs> Take three. Guangzhou Tianwen Kadokawa Animation and Comics has released the concept trailer for its newly announced remake of RPG Maker 2000's freeware title, Ruina. Fairy Tale of the Forgotten Ruins. The trailer was first shown at Tokyo Game Show 2022, where the remake was announced, and it contains only artwork but and no actual footage of the game. The Ruina Fairy Tale of the Forgotten Ruins remake is in development for PC, and it will support English, Japanese, and Chinese traditional and simplified language options. A release date has yet to been announced, though. So if you would like to watch this trailer, I did retweet this over at JRPG Report on Twitter, and you can check this out. I know Kularian in the Discord super hyped about this and i am also hyped because anytime that like some rpg maker games get some love it's cool with me i have a question for you all what is life like as a caretaker for the most dangerous kaiju of the ultraman franchise if the latest trailer for ultra kaiju monster rancher has anything to go by it's rather idyllic a trailer showcased by bandai namco during the 2022 tokyo game show the trailer lays out the basics and structure of the game for fans unfamiliar with the monster rancher franchise featuring the life and times of one Gomotaro. Players begin their life as a monster breeder on the island of Latour, where the Ultra Kaiju reside. Players will first need to find an Ultra Kaiju to take care of. They'll do so through the Nintendo Switch's NFC functionality. They can also search a music database for song names or use Ultra Dimension cards with special UMF codes printed on them. As in Monster Rancher, the input data will determine the type of Ultra Kaiju monster Rancher Kaiju Summoned. In this case, the demo, the demo summons Gamora. Players can rename their summoned kaiju and check the stats of a summoned kaiju in the compendium. Already discovered kaiju can be summoned straight from the compendium to save time or facilitate easy fusion. Players will need to raise their kaiju's parameters through training and take them into town for supplies. You can feed them cookies to teach them new abilities or traits. That to be a big cookie. Then you can use them in battles against other kaiju and also take on cooperative training. Kaiju can be stressed and go berserk when they hit a breaking point. Berserk Kaiju can attack the ranch itself, causing damage. When a Kaiju has outlived its usefulness, it can be combined with another Kaiju to inherit abilities and grow stronger still. The players can also duel friends in Kaiju, uh, friends Kaiju in an asymmetrical battle mode. Ultra Monster Rancher Kaiju, or Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher launches on October 20th, 2022 on the Nintendo. Early purchases will receive the Savenger Giant of Light Skin for Savenger and the Science Party Moki Kaiju. Early purchases of the physical edition of the game also include two Ultra Dimension cards with codes to unlock Gamora Red King and Ella King Gamora. So Dragon Ball Z Kakarot will be joining the new generation of console hardware, as well as, a, as, well as cover a previous generation of Son Goku's family. Bandai Namco announced during the Tokyo Game Show 2022 that the game will receive another season of DLC content led by a new story expansion. That expansion is Bardock, Alone Against Fate, a DLC pack covering the story of Son Goku's father Bardock. This DLC is based on Dragon Ball Z Bardock, the father of Goku, a TV special that first aired in 1990. The Dragon Ball Z Kakarot Bardock DLC trailer shows off moments from Bardock's story, including Goku's birth on planet Vegeta. It depicts Bardock's arrival on Planet Serial with his team Tora, Fasha, Borgas, and Shugesh. Bardock was once a low-ranking soldier in the Frieza Force, loyally serving the tyrannical Emperor. 
Once it became clear that Frieza planned to destroy the Saiyan race, Bardock rebelled and sent Goku away to safety, but was killed attempting to prevent the destruction of Planet Vegeta. The Bardock DLC is the first of a new content season that will contain two more packs. Bandai Namco also announced that the game is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and X consoles in 2023. It sports graphical and performance upgrades, which the company teased in a clip via Twitter. But if you can't wait that long, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is available for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch, and Google Stadia. You guys remember Google Stadia? Apparently it's still a thing. It'll arrive on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S in 2023 alongside Season Pass 2 and Dragon Ball Z Kakarot Bardock DLC. And in our final story this week, Square Enix confirmed officially that Dragon Quest Infinity Strash will be receiving a localized release in the West. The confirmation came Monday after the 2022 Tokyo Game Show. As a part of its Western release, Infinity Strash is getting a formal English title, Infinity Strash Dragon Quest The Adventures of Dai. The game was announced back in 2020 and was delayed and does not have a current release window. Infinity Strash Dragon Quest The Adventures of Dai is based on Dragon Quest The Adventures of Dai, a 2020 anime series. The show is a turn ba- or the show is in turn based on the 1991 manga of the same name, The Adventures of Dai, aka Dragon Quest Dino Daibokun. Stars a young hero named Dai. He and his companions must fight and stop a monstrous army led by Dark Lord Hadler and Dark King Viren. Dai trains under Avon, a legendary hero who once defeated Hadler years before. It's Avon who te- also teaches Dai his signature technique. The, I, the Avon Strash. Strash comes from the portmanteau of Strike and Slash. Infinity Strash is billed as an action RPG developed by Game Studio and Kai Graphics. It'll have two game modes. The first is a story mode, which more or less follows the narrative of the anime TV series. Square Enix confirmed during a live gameplay session at TGS 2022 that the narrative will follow the show up through the Sovereign Rock Castle story arc. It'll also feature CG sequences and cutscenes. The second mode is the Meteor and semi-randomized Temple of Memories. The Temple of Memories is a many-layered dungeon that changes its enemy makeup and mechanics every time you play. Players will also be able to steer their progress by making choices that could lead to great benefits or tougher challenges. They also will be able to equip Bond Memory items to increase their stats. Getting a Bond Memory for the first time plays a mini-cutscene corresponding to the memory and moment from the Adventures of Die manga. Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest The Adventures of Die is in development, but will receive a simultaneous global release on PS, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC, though it does not have a release date at this time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we had left after the wonder that is Tokyo Game Show 2022, the Ryugai Gotakun, uh, I probably said that wrong, uh, showcase, all the good stuff that we've had over the past week, and a week and a half really, has come to a close. I hope you all enjoyed it, um, and I guess it's just time for some house cleaning here at the end. So if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, you can catch us at facebook.com slash the JRPG Report. You can find us on Twitter at JRPG Report, where you can find all of these wonderful news stories I talk about because I retweet everything I see JRPG related. I love it. Can't get enough. And if you would like to support the show, which would really, really mean a lot, um, help keep the lights on and things of that nature please check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash JRPG report. And you could get your name read out on the show like these wonderful people, Kim C, Jake W, Jordan K, Kularian, Taylor F, and Master Loot. 
Thank you very, very much. And if you would like to hear more of me, you can hear me over on the Steam Machine podcast, which is a bi-weekly PC gaming show where our next episode coming out this coming, uh, I'm sorry, it'll be coming out next Thursday, will be Trails in the Sky, first chapter, Legend of Heroes. Um, I've already talked about this game on the show before on the show before with James, um, but my co-hosts are playing through it for the first time. And as of recording tonight, Nate has beaten it. So now we just got to wait for Willie to beat it and we'll get that episode done and out for everybody to hear. And then uh, probably sooner rather than later, going to check out S, you know, second chapter. But when that time comes, I will be sure to let you all know. And speaking of times coming, the time has come to say goodbye. So I hope you all have had a wonderful week. Enjoy your weekend and have a wonderful next week until you hear from me again. I love every single one of you people out there. You rock and do me a massive favor. Get back out there and level up.